Welcome back on the Expand Your Awareness podcast. My name is Aaron Dowdy, and today we're going to be looking at understanding more about belief systems. How belief systems, how what we believe to be true is always reflected back to us. And the secret, but it's not a secret after I tell you, is that when you become aware of what you believe to be true and why you believe what you believe, that is when you have the power to shift your beliefs. Now, I'll be honest, I really believe that this is the next level rather than just the law of attraction. The law of attraction is kind of like the surface level because a lot of people will change their focus. They'll go from focusing on one thing to another thing. I used to do that as well. If something was, uh, I wanted to attract something, I would focus on just that thing and I would always experience more of that thing, but there would always be some type of subconscious block unless I became aware of what that was, what that, uh, that belief was that was holding it back. And I've shared this analogy before, but someone can think about a Ferrari or Lamborghini all they want, and they'll go out, and they'll, the thing is, is when they go out in the public, they're going to see more Ferraris and Lamborghinis because they're constantly focused on it. But whether they actually have that come into their life experience, that will depend upon if they believe that they are worthy of it, if they believe they are doing enough for it, or what their beliefs are about actions. And that will have a determination on if they actually allow it into their life. So there's a lot, there's more to play than to just, I focus on this and I achieve this. Now that's, I like simplicity. I'll be honest with you. I like it when things are very simple and things can be simple. That's why today I'm going to share with you a way that you can go about this to transform what you believe, but not even just to do that because part of the transformation of your beliefs is understanding this idea. And this is something we're going to go very deep into. If you heard my last podcast episode, I announced that the Shift Experience with Aaron Dowdy, it's called the Shift Experience, is coming live here within the next few months. I'm working on it right now. It's going to be both the courses that I travel, it's going to be courses that I have. It's going to be digital step by step program. Plus, uh, not just a program, it's going to be an experience. There's going to be meditations, there's going to be uh, the transformation is a shift. It's a shift that can only be experienced. It's not a theory. It's not an idea. And the way I'm doing it is I'm making this something I've never seen done before. And that's making something an actual experience in of itself. Now, when I do traveling and I do uh, seminars, I'm going to go on tour sharing the shift experience with people and helping people move through that shift experience. And one of the levels through the shift experience is you must first off become aware that your beliefs create your reality. But then what happens is you get to this deeper level of understanding this truth. This truth is that in life, all truths are true. Whatever you believe to be true will be true for you. Now, from another person's perspective, someone else may believe the exact opposite of what you believe, and they may have a totally different experience. But the thing is, is both of those are valid. It's not that one person's right, one person's wrong. In the world that it w- the world, in the world that we live in, the way that it works is it's not about right and wrong because right and wrong is subjective. It depends upon the person. So when we move from needing to be right or needing to be wrong, we can see that that's only coming from the ego. The ego is the one that's involved with the belief systems. In order for us to have transformation, we must go beyond the ego. We must be go 
beyond that of the reaction mind. We must go beyond that of the social conditioning because most of us have beliefs that are completely ingrained in social conditioning itself. Social conditioning is us doing what we think we should do. It's moving with the herd. And many of us have that desire without even knowing it. That's also kind of like a tribe mentality. There have in the past been benefits of social conditioning. Some of the benefits are you don't need to actually experience jumping off a cliff to know that if you jump off a cliff, you'll die. Now, you could say, well, that's common sense. But there is also ingrained within our psyche, ingrained within us, is just a knowing, an instinct in a way, of that. So it's about being aware that, yes, in the past, social conditioning may have served us, but now social conditioning is at a completely different level because when we go into society, we're completely in, in, embellished into our senses, and that is what the media, that is what all of these companies are doing is they're embellishing us into our senses. That's why we have corn syrup and sugar and almost everything you see. It is, it is in a way emphasizing the senses. It's overstimulating us. You see these reality TV shows of people becoming very dramatic and going through some crazy situation. And that's triggering us into the lower states of consciousness. And we think then that that is normal when it is actually not normal. Well, I mean, maybe it is from a certain perspective to be normal, but it's also completely inefficient. It's just that many people watch Desperate Housewives of whatever or whatever TV show it is. I'm not saying it's a bad thing if you watch those, but what I am saying is be aware of the emotions that that puts you in. Because the more you experience that of lower vibrational emotions, lower states of consciousness, the more you're going to look around and experience that in your life. The more it triggers that within you, the more you're going to go out and also see other things and other reasons to be triggered in that way. So a lot of it has to do with awareness, but the thing is, is who we think we are is not all that we are. It's just that growing up, we have been conditioned into believing that all that we are is the ego. All that we are is the reaction mind, the reaction that we have to our environment, not knowing that there's another perspective. You see, in life in general, there's never a right or wrong because right or wrong always comes from the point of the ego. It's does this work or does this not work? Is this efficient or is this not efficient? These are the kind of questions we want to be asking because then we can see that beliefs, we can have beliefs. I'm not saying no one should have beliefs. We should transcend all of beliefs. But what I am saying is that when you start to go beyond beliefs, you start to go beyond your ego, things may work out even better for you. This is when we get more into like Zen type philosophy of understanding that when you let go of the outcome, you allow so much more into your life. This is what changed my life because I used to have this belief, and it is a belief, and I'll even say this, and I, I enjoy, I love what I do. I love making videos. I love getting to do what I want when I want to do it. I love uh, making content for Instagram and all of this stuff. I love what I do, but it is a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. So I love taking action. So let me say it this way. Is it the action that gets me the results or is it the belief in the action that I have that gets me results? You want to know my answer? I don't know. But it's a belief system that at this point works for me, but it's also I love taking action, so it's a win-win. There are people, if you follow Abraham Hicks, there are people that are big followers of Abraham Hicks that say you don't have to take action. And that works for them. And I say, bravo. I say, that's great. Remember, this is not about who's right, who's wrong. This is about what is efficient for you. For me, I am somebody that is 
that likes to take action. It's funny. It never used to be that way. I used to just be the theory intellectual thinker, but there was a shift that happened when I started doing daily videos in February, 2017. And when I started doing daily videos, all of a sudden I started really enjoying taking action. And now it's just a part of my self-image. I'm not sure exactly what it, what was the big change, if that was the big change, but I love taking action. And therefore, I just keep doing it. I'm going to love, I know I'm, I'm getting ready to get into full-time, like touring the world, doing public speaking. I know I'm going to love it. I just know it. It's it's And that's going to be an action-taking thing. You know, I'm going to be in front of people. I'm going to be speaking. I'm going to be in, big, in front of large crowds. So it's about perspective and knowing, does this work for me? Because if a belief system is working for you, you can acknowledge that, but understand that that is not the truth of reality. This is when you could start to pick apart and start to pick apart your beliefs about it, your expectations about it, because the one truth in life is that all truths are true and that there are certain beliefs that will serve you. You may pick them up and use them for a while, but then eventually you may put them down. What if in five, 10 years after I've taken so much action, I become so successful, I'm at the peak of my game, I say, you know what? I'm going to do less. I'm going to sit back. I'm still going to do energetically what I want. So maybe it requires less action, but maybe it changes my belief systems and maybe that then works for me as I don't have to take as much action as I have before. And I'll tell you that in the beginning of starting any endeavor, whether that's going full-time with your passion, whether that's you intending to, uh, to get some new pattern going, some new momentum, some new habit, it's always harder in the beginning because it takes a while to develop the momentum. So with the belief of me taking action, it was, it was more difficult in the beginning, but now it's a lot easier than it has ever been. I could do a lot less now and become even more abundant. It's already worked, but I still love taking action, so I'm still attached to it. So in a way, it's like a tool that I'm using because I enjoy using the tool. But the tool is not where the power is. The power is in, the, in what I give, the meaning I give the tool, because all things in life also have no built-in meaning. So we are running around generating meaning about what things mean, and based on the meanings that we generate, those are developed the beliefs that we have. And what I'm saying is that we can go beyond the ego and into the awareness that if we use these beliefs, we're doing it from a place of awareness. We're not doing it because it's the way reality works. You know, even me, that as much as I want to say is you have to take action to get results. I used to say that. And even now, I might slip on a video and say that, but here's the thing. That's not inherent built in reality that you have to take reaction to get results because that's not even true all the time. It's there's, there's been times when people have taken very, very little action, got massive results. There's times people win the lottery. So it's, there's, I'm not saying that it's probable for everyone to win the lottery or anything, but that person still had to most likely buy a, a ticket. But you see, even that can be brought down because you could say, well, actually his aunt bought him the ticket, and then he won the lottery. So you see, there's always exceptions. There's always ways of looking at things from a different point of view. And the more we break down our current belief systems is the more we expand ourselves beyond belief. You see, just I shared this recently, so I'm sorry for being repetitive with it, but I'm kind of excited about it. And it's kind of random. But the other day, my buddy, I've been coming... I've been actually having this shift experience I'm talking about. It's been happening to me this last month in a very grand way, and it's really changing my life. And I'm becoming aware of this perspective of going beyond the ego. And I become, not that I'm enlightened, but I'm becoming aware of going beyond that, of the, the beliefs that I have. And I did this little experiment when I, with, I was with my buddy Victor. 
many of you guys know may know Victor from YouTube. Um, Victor's my best friend. We were going out to uh, going out to this place to eat in Vegas that we always go, and there's this cashier there, and there's this cashier, and every time we go, she kind of has like a bad attitude, and we'll say something or we're like we're like intending to be nice to her. We're like, oh hey, this is what we want, blah blah blah. But she always has like this kind of this mean look, and she's very short. She looks like she's just really irritated. But this is what happened. We realized, and after I was going through this experience myself, I said, you know what? What if one of the reasons she's like that is because we expect her to be like that? Now, this doesn't mean that we're like, well, actually it does. I'll get to that in a minute. But here, here it is. So that person is in a bad mood. That's the story we have in our mind. We go up to order something. She's in a bad mood, and it reaffirms that the 10 other times that she's done it, that that's just the way she is. So... What I realized is this is a couple days ago. This is like four or five days ago. We go up. She's saying bad mood. And then I go, we're going outside. We always eat outside. There's like an indoor eating area and an outdoor eating door, uh, outdoor eating area. We go outside. We have our number or whatever. We have our like drinks. She's like, he was like, yeah, she's always in a bad mood. And I said, you know what? I said, this kind of popped in my head. What if she's always in a bad mood? Because part of it is we expect her to be in a bad mood. So we perceive of her being in a bad mood. And it's almost like we subconsciously bring that out of her. And I said, why don't we shift our expectation and our belief that next time we talk to her, she's going to be nicer. And that's what we did is we decided in that moment that we were going to know she just simply kind of soften up and loosen up. And we had a little more compassion. We didn't really care whether she was in a good mood or a bad mood. Why do we have this expectation that she has to conform to our ideology in her mind of how she should be? So the next day, it was two days later, we go in and I kind of forgot about that, but I did have the intention I remember the intention, oh, it's okay whether she acts one way or the other. I'm going to let go of the outcome. I'm going to embrace it instead of expect because before I was resisting it because I was expecting. I was like, she needs to be nicer, like, like as if she has to conform to my belief system. I go in there. I start ordering, and she's like being way more attentive. I'm like, wow, she's actually thinking. I, I remember one time I asked her, we sound dumb, but there's that their ice machine, they have like really good ice. Like you ever remember back in the day, the Sonic ice where it's like little – it's like little pebbles of ice. I don't know. I like, I love that ice though. And normally we go over to the uh, ice machine and fill it up and it takes forever to fill it up. And normally it'll like, there's, it's normally so busy that it, it doesn't actually work all the way. Like you'll fill your, your glass up halfway and then you'll have to wait like 15 minutes for the ice machine to kick back up to where it makes more ice. So normally they have this like little uh, sink full of ice that they keep just in case that happens. And it always happens. So sometimes I'll ask her one time. I remember like a week ago, I asked her to fill it up and she just pointed at the ice machine. She goes, she goes, go over to the ice machine and do it. It should be working. I was like, oh, okay. I've never had them say that they normally just fill it up because there's a thing of ice there, you know? So I remember that I was like, dang, why is she being like that? That was this a week ago, right? So then what I do is I, uh, I'm getting ready, you know, I, I get my large drink, whatever, which I just fill with BCAs, which is like zero calorie, but it's just like amino acids, you know? Um, and um, she just, she's like, oh, you want ice, don't you? And she just went over, scooped it full of ice, and then gave it to me. And I was like, wow, it's like she, she's being more attentive. Before, it, it almost seemed like she had a power trip, like a power, like she's like, no, just go fill it up over there. It was like a power thing. That's the way, that's the way I felt. Maybe that was just, of course, the way I interpreted it. But I let go of the outcome. I changed my belief that she had to be in a bad mood. And then all of a sudden, she's in a good mood or she's in a much more attentive mood and her, her demeanor has changed. Now, could it be that reality in of itself is always reflecting back to us our expectations and our beliefs? And I may have been pulling out of her and just showing up at the days that she was having a bad day or that was just the way she expected to respond. Because the thing is, is there's also this thing called the state law of state transference. 
Law of straight transference has to do with understanding our state of being and how contagious our state of being is. One of the reasons I think people like watching my videos and even maybe listening to my podcast is because I think people can feel the passion that I have underneath what I'm talking about because it's my passion. So people can feel that. So I've had a lot of people say, I feel like a jolt of energy. I feel energized when I watch your videos. I'm like, that's really cool. And a part of it is, is because even though it's on camera, there's a state transfer that happens. And when it's in person, it's even more. I know that. Because I was in person, I was meeting these people and I was speaking and I could just feel that people could feel it more so than just online. So it's a different, it's a different understanding. But the thing is, is everything in our life is a reflection of what we believe it to be true. And when we start to go beyond that of our beliefs, beyond that of our ego and realize that it's all an illusion, this is when we get even closer to transformation. Remember the movie, The Matrix? You remember when Neo is remember or Neo is being introduced and he's realizing that everything is a matrix, it's pattern thought. Everything in our life is a pattern. Our habits are on pattern, our thoughts are on pattern, our thoughts are 90% of what we thought the day before, and we're just in the autopilot mind. And even the people walking around, almost everyone, there's patterns of society, patterns of the way social conditioning works, patterns of sports, patterns of everything. And the moment we start to wake up is the moment we wake up from the matrix and we realize that we are living in a programmed type society. And then what we can do is we can start to take our power back. We can start to go beyond belief. Now, here's the thing. I'm not telling you to not use beliefs. I'm saying use beliefs that are working for you with the awareness that they're just that. They're just beliefs and they're not inherently truth in reality. I think the one true thing in reality is that all truths are true. I think that that truth alone is a game changer and you can begin to transform your consciousness because you can realize anytime something is happening to you, what belief would you have to believe is true for that to be there, to be reflected back to you? This can be your new mantra that changes your whole life. What would I have to believe is true to be having this kind of experience? Because any emotion we have, any emotional response we have comes from something we must first believe to be true. And you can say, well, what about love? Well, love is who we naturally are. But maybe that's a belief. I don't know. You see, there's certain perspectives that work and there's certain perspectives that don't work. My inherent feeling is that we are unconditional love and bliss. That is who we naturally are and that everything else is an illusion. But it's an illusion that we may be attached to. We may get a, a high from being angry at someone. Sometimes people do get angry. They get angry and they feel a high. They feel a rush of energy. That's why anger on the emotional scale of vibration is higher than that of shame and guilt. It's moving the energy. Even if it's still negative, even if you still feel heated, you at least start to take your power back because in shame and guilt, you don't even feel like you have power to begin with. But anger, you then have a position. This person shouldn't have treated me this way. Things should be different. You feel more of a rush of energy. But this is the thing. These are all different illusions, different things we can experience for the sake of learning. But at the truth, the fundamental core, we are unconditional love and bliss. And we go beyond that of belief. We go beyond that of having to know. Of having to, we go beyond that of having to uh, project some type of becoming better. You see, most people are in personal development. They're trying to become better. They're trying to, tra they're trying to get to that level of uh, accomplishing what they want. The more we emphasize that we don't have that which we want is the more that we emphasize lack and resistance. And most people are trying to attract using the law of attraction from the paradigm of a lower state of consciousness. Not everyone, but a lot of people are. They feel lack. They feel anger. Why is this this way? They, they're entrenched in their old belief system. The key is not to become better. 
The key is not to accomplish more. The key, the key is not to do more. The key is to transform your level of consciousness, not by doing anything, but by realizing the truth. The truth is, all truths are true. The truth is, is you can move from doing and having to being. Most people go for having to doing and they stay there most of their life. Being is when you let go of the game itself. Being is when you let go of the ego, always having to become more and you realize the truth. And the truth is, is you're in the trap. There's a trap of the ego. Even as you hear this right now, you might be like, well, what is he talking about? I'm trying to understand it. This is an intellectual experience. What I'm saying is go beyond the intellect. Just be. Whatever you get from this situation, whatever you get from this type of experience of listening to me is what you get. It's just what you get. Well, does it mean anything? That'll depend on what you get. It depends on what you, the meaning you give it. There's no inherent meaning in anything I'm saying. If it resonates with you, then great. If it doesn't resonate with you, then great. It doesn't matter. None of it actually matters. This is an experience that I'm sharing with you right now. This is a part of the transformation experience that the shift experience is all about. Understanding that the ego is something you could become more aware of. And when you become more of the aware of your ego, you start to transform your level of consciousness. But you see, the ego always wants more. What I'm saying is when you shift into being, you'll just get what you get. This is when we get into mysticism. We start understanding that we can break apart our own beliefs. Because the meaning you're trying, you're trying to cling on to everything I'm saying right now. You might be trying to cling on to it. Like, what is he saying? What does he mean? What does he mean by this? What I mean is that there's no meaning in anything I say other than the meaning you give it. Any belief system that I've ever, that I've ever projected on my YouTube channel is not true unless you believe it to be true. None of what I say is actually true. It is only true if you believe it to be true because your beliefs create your reality. What you believe to be true will be reflected back to you, but even those beliefs you may decide in two or three years don't serve you anymore. You may decide in 35 seconds it doesn't serve you anymore. Transformation happens in the matter of a second. It happens that quickly. And it is not something that has to build up from all of these things and tons and tons of information. It can happen in the moment you decide and you realize that your ego has been running your whole entire life for such a long period of time and that it no longer serves you in the way that you thought it did. That in a way, most of what you experience was either a lesson or it was meaningless based on the meaning you give it. You see, you generate meaning. Doesn't mean I'm saying life is meaningless. And actually, I am saying life is meaningless. You give it meaning. I've been afraid of saying that for so long on YouTube channels. I'm like, oh man, people are going to really like, they're not going to like it. People don't like to be told that they generate the meaning because people don't realize how powerful they are. Maybe you feel afraid to know that there's no meaning in life other than the meaning you give it. It could be a very fearful feeling or it can be a very empowering feeling. It is actually a very freeing feeling when you realize the meaning of life, when you realize that you give things meaning, when you realize that your beliefs create your reality, that you can use your beliefs for a certain period of time, but you can also go beyond them and understand that you are so much more. So this is what the shift experience is about. If you are ready for the shift experience, can you do me a favor? And can you, you can go to the show notes and if you want more about the shift experience and you want updates, you can go to the show notes or you can go to my Instagram bio and you can find 
and and uh, put in your email there, and I'll send you updates as to the whole process of when it's ready. I'm creating it right now. It's going to be the most epic thing I've ever created, and it's going to be a total shift in content. It's not just going to be theory. It's going to be meditations and experiences that that trigger into a certain state of consciousness. I've went through the same thing. Not that I'm enlightened, but what I am saying is this is a new level of consciousness. And when you do it, when you go through this shift, you will manifest things easier because you do it from a place of being. Not only that, you feel on an emotional scale of consciousness, you feel totally different. You start to let go of the things that no longer serve you. From that point on, everything in your life begins to change because you become at the cause rather than at the effect. You wake up in and to who you really are. So if this is something you're interested in, you can go to my Instagram bio or you can do that of going into the show notes here. It should be there as well. And you can sign up to get updated as to when that goes live. Also, if you're ready for the shift, let me know because this is motivating me to maybe get it done a little bit you know, efficient and fast at the same time. Um, you can go to my newest Instagram photo and type in I am ready to shift. That's the place I'll most likely see it. And what I'll do is I'm going to keep uh, keep it going. I'm going to keep it going regardless. But it's good to know that people are digging this kind of information. You know, when I thought it, when I had the idea for the shift experience, it was about a month ago and I started to, my whole life started to shift as I started to go through this process because I believe that I am not the one creating the shift experience. It's almost happening through me, as weird as that sounds. It's, it's something that's taking on a life of its own so I can feel the power of it. And uh, when people watch the video, I've had one or two videos where I talk about the shift experience. I think it looks like people can feel that as well. So it's really cool. It's very empowering. This is something I believe is going to uh, be my signature message over the next probably 10 years. And I think it's going to be something that I help a lot of people go through. And it's not even me, but you know, this, 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 I, this message just wants to flow through. So if that's something you're digging and you're into, go ahead and comment on my newest Instagram post. Let me know. Say I'm ready to shift or whatever you want to say. Other than that, I want to thank you for being here, and I want to let you know that I will see you, or you can listen, or I will conversate, or we will talk on the next episode. Peace, much love, and namaste.